It's the Tiltcast, episode 400. Patchy Sasquatch. And this week, guys, we're talking more Outer Worlds. Fucking with me. More Destiny 2 Shadow Keep. Can't grow beer. Graveyard Keeper. Bastards. And Dark Devotion. Stay tuned. You, sir, are an asshole. The hair moved down. There we go. Uh, yeah, that's how it happens. Cool. Welcome to Deer Season. <laughs> and the Tillcast. I'm Nas. Uh, uh, I'm a man. I'm Rusty. I'm Jason, and that's highly questionable. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and together, the three of us are going to give you about 30 minutes of bullshit. Maybe and, a little bit more. Yeah. <sighs> and some games and some news. So, yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Been a week. Yeah. It has. It has. Has been a week. This this week is brought to you by copious amounts of caffeine. Yes, indeed. I wow. Says the man who had a week off. I, I know. And man. did nothing was, but jack his penis and play Destiny. Hey, 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 it is it is no not November. I am I am I am trying. <laughs> it's it's difficult. One could say it's hard. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to do uh, the whole no shave November thing, but you're this, way more oh, successful fuck off off than this I shit's am going. Right this shit's going to have to get trimmed because it's starting to go wherever it wants. Well, I mean, like mine was about a month and a half ago. Yeah, I mean, I I I failed at that too. I mean, I could. Rusty, you I had no a shaving? neck beard, dude. It was bad. I said, "Fuck it, I'm a, I got a week off. I am not fucking Plus, shaving." And, and uh, this, just when I woke up, I'm like, did you look like a marmoset? Oh, God. This is, is patchy, it, and it's fucking In true, this makes and, no shit. Uh, in true, this makes no fucking sense fashion. I've been shaving my head the last few weeks, It's and I'll be doing that tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because, you know, it gets cold. I have to shave my head. Uh, I, I don't because, even get it. I mean, why? Uh, okay. No, I'm. Don't add, I don't. I, you don't have to answer. <laughs> you don't have to answer. It's natural air conditioning. I'd, <laughs> I'd be like, uh, I'm getting a little warm. Take the hat off. Okay, now I'm good. And that's it. That's all. It all. It only takes a few seconds. Yeah. Um. I, I don't have a choice. If I don't shave, then I. Look you know, like you could just wear a scarf. A scarf. Yeah, uh, like that'll make up for it, right? A, a full head scarf, <laughs> or you know, like this guy. What? He's wearing oh. a scoop neck and a oh. scarf and a patchy beard. Yeah, well, I mean, you could just uh, you could just skip yeah. the scarf and just go full turtleneck if you want. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Only if you want to look like a douche. I mean, skip the scarf. Go for the turtleneck. It's coming back, guys. It is. That's that's going full douche canoe. It Don't is. even. It is very very douche canoey. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I would much rather just not be seen by, you know, society at all. <laughs> if I could possibly make it, manage it. Hence like, the reason you work the third shift. Yeah. I mean, it, it is nice not seeing a human being if if I can manage it. Um, yeah. I mean, I had to do some fucking errands. Uh, was it yesterday or something like that? And fucking like had to go out during what, the day. It like this? Oh God! I mean, no, it's not that uh, just random. Random bald spots. It, I have. If I he, have like this. If he lets, right if here. he lets it grow out far enough, yes. 
Okay, so yes. like right here yeah. on the uh, right yeah. side of my face, just only, underneath my chin. Only the the patchiness is more more directly on his face and less under the chin. Uh, y- yes, yeah. uh, he, I, it stops kind of he, at the jaw. He lets line. it grow out. He he looks like he was bitten by a shark in the face or something. What patches? So I'm shizzy. pulling up patchy beard sp- styles, and it looks yeah. like people that wear a bitch bonnet. Tend to a bitch bonnet. Tend to rock the style quite well. Oh God, a bitch bonnet. Because hipster millennials. Hey. There you go. I mean, you could look like that. Rock a full head of hair oh, and a patchy beard. I yeah, exactly. He can't even do either properly. Uh, I'm just gonna end myself right now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, I'd be like, all right, right he's sir. cool, right? Oh yeah, he's exceedingly cool. I'm sure I, I just literally googled a Google image search of Patchy Beard. Yeah, and I've got the douchiest fucking See, pictures. It, I've Rusty's ever seen. like this close to being full Picard. The only difference is Picard could grow a beard, pussy. Thanks for fucking like maxing out the damn thingamabob. Well, we gotta face. do that every once in a while to test it out. Right? Uh, yeah, o- okay. See, in or my case, just I just felt like mic. I felt like the older I got, the more my hair migrated from the top of my head to the bottom of my face. Oh, okay. We were going uh, we were going there. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Mine just completely skipped the fucking chin. <laughs> my, so. Mine really was born out of my wife will not let me get rid of the hair on my chin. And I got tired of trimming out the goatee. That's that's because you, I mean, I've seen you without a beard. And no, don't do it ever again. Um, the cleft is real. It, it Yeah, well, I mean, it, it does hide your butt chin. So, uh, but I also look like a fucking baby without it. You, you really do. You, yeah. Well, both of you do. So, fuck off. Um, uh, I, I feel like I'm more like a patchy Sasquatch. I, like, it's just all the patches are up top. <laughs> the back of my head, the front of my brow, but the hair goes all the way up to my eyebrows. Uh, fuck off. Fuck are, both are, of you. <laughs> no, don't talk to me about that. I actually have to shave from eye to beard line oh. because that shit tries to grow in. Fucking wolf man. I mean,. Seriously. I am a hairy motherfucker. (laughs) Though you could tell it by my arms because my arms are still blonde. So, yeah. um, But all of this was bore out of us trying to get Rusty to punch his man card. (sighs) Neither. Now that it's now that the temperature outside is somewhat tolerable. I, yes, I mean I I can agree either, with that. Either go fishing, <laughs> or join me next week for the first week of gun season in Oklahoma. It's a it's a thing. So the thing about fishing, okay, fishing. While I'm, po- it's it's possible for me to do. I have no luck, no skill. And no want nor need of anything to do with fishing. I really don't. I don't like fish. I don't like dealing with fish. I don't like fucking cleaning fish. I don't even like cooking fish. I don't like the taste of fish. 
So why would I put, you know, subject myself to hours of failure near fucking water for a thing that I don't want and a skill that I don't have? I mean, it could have been worse. I could have asked you to go noodling. I mean, noodling at least has an, uh, has a, a uh, um, uh, uh, what am I looking for? Right. A facet of danger. I'm he, looking for a word. Even but though I've, I find that like the stupidest shit ever. I mean, hey, let me go, go ahead and put my fucking let's go arm down in a hole. To the river, put my arm in a hole. Hope a snake doesn't bite it. Oh, but. Let me get a catfish swallow my arm all the way up to my elbow. I mean, you can just grab them by the guts and pull them out at that point. But, hey, um, (laughs) yeah, and catfish have teeth, people, uh, and they're not gentle. It's not like they go, numb, and just, like, leave it there. No, they grab, and then they fucking twirl. So just imagine, like, putting your arm in something like a fucking – paper shredder uh <laughs> well no no that really started getting that really started super popular in in arkansas and in texas but yeah no the I... thing around here is all of our lakes you either have poisonous chance for poisonous snakes fucking copperheads are all over the place or Fucking alligator snapping turtles yeah, okay. being in those holes. Yeah, and, and you'll pull back a stump because yep. things aren't small and they have a bite. There's a reason why they're called alligator and snapping turtle. And you don't even want to get near a fucking normal snapping turtle, like and then the for, face of one. For some reason, Rusty believes he needs to have, have camo and not use a borrowed shotgun for I, deer hunting. Okay, for 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 safety reasons, I have I have issues with borrowing a fucking gun. Especially if I have not yet fired that fucking gun and I'm not going to get a whole lot of opportunity to do so in a week. Uh nor have I known do I know how it's been maintained. Uh, so there's a couple of different things that I haven't shot a fucking shotgun since like, uh, 1999. So it's been a while. Oh, I was uh, going to say your last visit with the militia, but, uh, 1999. No, the militia was a little bit different. <laughs> I didn't shoot a shotgun. <laughs> I shot everything but one. <laughs> and I'm got it. I got to say. If it was, if it were legal for me to have a P ninety, would be fucking amazing. I mean, the rounds are hard to find, but they're fun to fire. Um, we go, we go to the right spot. I could, they're not fun to look. I could find you that. a girlfriend that, if we go hunting. It's... Asshole. Um, Oklahoma deer camps have women. Uh. That's not. Uh, that's not how that works. Um. <laughs> Deer, deer camp is not that. That's not how deer camp works. How you find is a woman to teach you how to be a man? Wait, yeah. How? How does that even? Okay, so the northern concept of a deer camp is to get the fuck away from the women and get out into the woods so that you can you oh, know, be away from that. Don't you know it? it don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? It's become trendy to, you know, 
go hunting with the man folk nowadays. It's all that Duck Dynasty influence. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I understand, and it's more power to them. I've seen some really fucking excellent, you know, you know, female hunters, um, and th- they can shoot a gun just as good as a guy, right? It's just um, the 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 concept of deer camp was not necessarily one that included a woman. <laughs> Uh, in fact, it made things quite awkward, um, quite awkward, especially up north. It, it's a, it's a northern thing. It we, could, it, it, we you, can make you, it awkward in a good way. I, <laughs> I can't even, I know, I, no, I can't no, even, no. um, no, no, I, no. I really don't. So, where I was really trying yeah. to go with this was hey. Rusty's uh, Rusty's primary logic Prime. by not going deer hunting. Prime primary is that uh, you you can't hunt deer with a shotgun because um, shotguns have to be close range because I, destiny taught him that. <laughs> shotguns are close range weapons. They have damage fall off, basically the size, you know from the length of your arm. Uh, assholes. Uh, and hand cannons are king. Hand cannons are king. Um, no, the, uh, thing is, is my very first outing, you know, uh, right after I got my, you know, my first license was with a slug shotgun and I got to fire it once and I missed, I missed, uh, uh, it wasn't even at a deer. I I missed a fucking two liter bottle. Um, it, I mean, it was like Rust, Rust sad. has come a lot further than that. Uh, I think Dad just gave me a fucking blank. Honestly, he's like, "Here, here's a fucking shotgun." Wink, nod. Go fucking hunt. Wink, nod. And be like, "You'll you'll be safe even if you like fuck up." You know. It's going to make a loud boom, and you're going to feel really good about yourself until you realize that nothing happened. Um, yeah, I, it's possible. I, I don't know. I was fucking young. But I can say that uh, I've not had any success with a shotgun. I uh, have had success with a rifle. Uh, and uh, if I had stayed up north, it would be a rifle, a shotgun, and a pistol because bears exist <laughs> and we need to have something more than a few shots on a rifle to make sure that the bear knows that we mean business. If there's boom, 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 clip drop, shotgun, boom, 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 and get through eight fucking shots there and then pull out your fucking pistol because I mean, if if you get to the point where you have to use the pistol, you're already fucked. So <laughs> you might as well do as much damage as possible. <laughs> Bears aren't that big here. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I mean, that that's no. Nah, to be honest, the only thing got me thinking about was uh, my my wife's cousin has promised me half a deer. If I do most of the processing for her. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, venison is good. Ven- I, she's gone through all of bow season without deer, so. Bow I'm, season. Now that's skill. I'm, I, uh, I mean, there is there is some actual fucking skill that is required for bows. So I'm getting itchy. 
Yeah. I am because I want my deer jerky. I'm I'm perfectly fine with bow season. There's I mean there's a limited amount of things that can go the fuck wrong with bow season. Like I don't necessarily uh from from a I don't trust other humans. This is what the problem is. He's I, afraid he's going to get Dick Cheney. I yes. I mean, honestly, having been in the situation, the last time I went hunting up north before I moved down south, the last time I went hunting, I took a shot at a fucking deer and I missed. The deer ran up the fucking ridge to my right. And then all of a sudden, about four more fucking shots ring out from above me in the fucking ridge. Like the hills were are fairly large up north, and I didn't see any fucking hunters or tracks for for other hunters when I went in. But apparently, That's after I sat down and I was watching a fucking deer trail, after I sat down, three or four more fuckers ended up on you know higher up on the fucking ridge watching that same fucking trail. So I make my shot. I miss that fucking deer starts running and it sounds like fucking World War Three is going on behind me. I'm sorry. I make a shot. And they're all cussing at you because you missed the fucking deer. I, I make well, they were it was out of range. It only got into range after I made the shot because it started running up the fucking trail. Well, I make the shot, and of course I I go fuck and then reload. And I'm tracking the fucking, you know, deer because, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to get this fucker while it's on the run, right? Because, because I know ballistics. Hunter. I know ballistics. I can make this work. I play video games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> video uh, games weren't even that realistic then, folks. I mean, all guns in video games at that point were hit scans. So basically <laughs> they were all fucking laser beams and didn't have travel time or ballistic drop. I'm like, as long as I aim for the head, I'll hit it. Wolfenstein uh, 3D. Right. Sick <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I made a, uh, I, I made a, another attempt to track that fucker. And then I started hearing the shots ring out. And the first fucking thing I did was hit the goddamn deck. I am face first into the fucking yeah. snowbank. I'm yeah. like, I'm not dying today. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't hunt public land. Yeah, that I mean, yeah, there's yeah. that was the last time I went hunting, and I said, okay, I have trust issues with everybody else that has a gun. Honestly, out in the fucking you know, out in the woods, there they don't know that I was there, and I didn't know that they were there, and fucking stray bullets happen, and I don't know where the fuck they're firing. So, I mean, if it was another person that I was, was in my hunting group, we would be shoot, you know, watching an angle, right? And mm-hmm. we, we would know at some point not to fire because we know that the other guy's over there, yeah. right? I didn't know where those guys were. So they could be fucking firing directly over my fucking head trying to get that goddamn deer. They could have been 15 fucking feet behind me. And I, you know, I mean, honestly, I would have probably seen them. But, I, you know, uh, it, it it was just the uncertainty of having that happen. I was oh, like, no. all right, fuck this that, shit. That is a genuinely bad situation. So after I get up from the fucking snowbank because, you know, the shots rang out 
And then there was quiet. And then I, I hear one dude say, got that fucker. And I'm like, all right, cool. So all of us, all of us that were on that fucking ridge, all the fucking hunters walk up to this fucking, you know, where the guy made the fucking kill. And we're all fucking like bitching at each other. Like, where the fuck were you at? Where the fuck were you at? Huh? What the fuck? How the fuck did you get in here without me fucking noticing? Well, why are you even fucking sitting there with a beer in your head? I don't fuck you. I don't like. <laughs> what? And, and I'm like fucking like 17 years old with a fucking, you know, with a, you know, with my dad's rifle on my, uh, my, I'm like, guys. What the hell? <laughs> so, uh, so I pack up, and of course, after fucking like World War Three happens in the woods, pretty much all the hunters be like, "Okay, well, uh, that's the day," because you just scared away all of the population, uh, and uh, and we all start walking the fuck back out. You know, that one dude up there is cutting nuts off of a fucking deer and skin, you know, and and gutting it. And the rest of us are just like, it's time for lunch, you know? So as I'm walking down the fucking trail back to the vehicle, I'm looking around and no shit, 30 more fuckers come out of the goddamn woodwork. (laughs) I'm like, I'm done. This is, I'm done. I meet up with my fucking hunting group and I'm like, okay, done. I'm cleaning my fucking rifle. I'm putting the fuck away. I'm not coming back out here at all this season. Fuck it. It's not worth it. I mean, I just saw, th- I was just in the middle of World War III and I saw 30 fuckers out here in the fucking, you know, on public land. I didn't have access to private land to hunt it. So I'm like, okay, this is obviously what I'm going to deal with for the rest of the fucking season. Fuck this shit. I went home and I played no, video games. That That's genuinely <laughs> bad experience. Yeah, I mean, but see, fishing, there's no guns. <laughs> I don't know how you fish, but <laughs> I mean, it uh, could possibly. I mean, involve a bow and arrow, though. I have seen, I have seen that, like fucking, you know, uh, bow fishing. Bow fishing seems fun until you realize that light refraction happens, and you have to change, like how you aim at a fish, but yeah, yeah. it's, um, you, you see most of those fuckers actually, actually, uh, wear glasses that, uh, wear sunglasses that, uh, change the refraction. They're polarized. Yeah. Polarized. So you don't have near as much refraction on them. Well, it's, it's still a thing. I mean, yeah. that can really only be done out of a boat and who's not rich enough to have a boat. This guy. Yeah, but uh, but night. Uh, but that bow fishing happens at night, and that's something I can do. I mean that that is my time. We'll see if we can work it out. Problem is, is um, yeah, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not a big fan of of fishing at all. As I said, um, the only problem with bow fishing is catch and release isn't a thing. Uh, so you, you, yeah, exactly. And I, what am I going to do with the fucking fish? I mean, honestly, uh, you let me fry it. Okay. That's great. Cool. You can have my fish. What did I come out here for? Why am I catching your fish? Fuck you. Uh, I am more of a practical person when it comes to these things. 
So when I when I'm like I'm I am basically coming out to either shoot or catch one of these things for no gain outside of just doing it for the male bonding over coffee and <sighs> sportsmanship. Please, there's plenty of that. Anywhere else, you can fucking go to a bar. You can fucking f- that, or I could bring a bottle of whiskey over to your house and we play yeah. Beat Saber all night. Yeah, we'll play Beat Saber. Yeah. Um, thing Touch is, tips. yeah, of course. I don't have any comment. Yeah, you don't have any fucking comment. Stay the fuck out of this. It's it's between me and Jason. <laughs> no. So. So this got brought up by my cousin. And the fact that there was a story recently that some 17-year-old kid bagged the largest atypical buck Uh, in the state. Okay. Atypical in what way? Like the... It had far eyes. It had The rack is 29 inches wide 49 inches wide holy ball sacks dude that's uh that's what that's not a that's not a buck we call that a monster it basically like breaks the record by like eight inches holy shit balls is it gonna get hot in here yeah it is (laughs) great i'll be right you and i are still wearing a hoodie (laughs) right but yeah i'm uh, wearing shorts yeah fuck off he is wearing shorts but some of this was also brought on by the fact that after playing games, in between playing game this week, um, my 10-year-old found a set of YouTube videos I did not mind watching. What? Yeah. Channeled by a group of guys called Dude Perfect. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been watching Dude Perfect for a while. I mean, they are... I don't know how many fucking takes it takes for them to do that, but yeah. Yeah. The only thing I really marveled at was at how much money they must have to spend to break the amount of shit they break. Well, yes. And there's a couple. They're not bad. Jason showed me two different ones, and both of them had a rage guy, and the rage guy broke a lot of shit. They were the stereotype videos. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. I mean, there's so like, there's a few of them. So there's a there's, they they push products like mainly Bass Pro, um, right. Sportsman products, stuff like that. But um, and they have some. Uh, they do different types of videos, like they do contest videos between the guys. Like one of them literally ended with a game of cornhole off of off of like a twenty foot water slide. Okay. Wow. Okay. Just sliding so, it down a fucking would, water slide? No. Dude would go down the water slide, and while he's in the air... Drop the... Fu- uh, try to throw the beanbag into the... <laughs> I mean, if you have to go that extreme. Yeah, I mean, that's extreme cornhole. Yeah. I mean, pretty extreme cornhole. And for anybody who doesn't live in this region that listens to show basically cornhole it it's a popular game here in the south basically the you have two basically plywood planks set at an angle there is a hole uh, like a two inch 
three inch diameter hole. And basically, you're trying to toss bean bags through the hole. Yes. Cornhole. Cornhole. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it's on ESPN now. It's an official sport. Uh, Oh, my God. Here we go. (laughs) Fucking ESPN the Ocho. (laughs) I love the Ocho. Ocho is on once a year, right? I I don't know. I don't even know if ESPN Ocho is a thing anymore. (laughs) You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a dodgeball. Right. (laughs) (laughs) that's where that fucking comes from it's fucking dodgeball Um, (laughs) because dodgeball is an Olympic sport or a fucking ESPN worthy sport yeah there it is from July 25th ESPN brings back the Ocho with live cornhole tourney (laughs) that's what I thought see (laughs) it'd have to be something that was on the Ocho uh But, I mean, honestly, that's pretty fucking cool of ESPN, though. They're yeah. like, okay, you can use our name and like in, in this fucking r- random ass fucking comedy, but we're going to run with it every year, you know, from that point forward, and we're gonna you know, we're gonna throw something fucking random on there, like fucking cornhole or dodgeball or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and of course, that was that was something they they started basically. You know, to have shit like spike ball and axe throwing. And uh, if I remember one year, they did lawnmower racing. Yep. I mean, that's a sport up north. I mean, lawnmower (laughs) racing is definitely a sport up north. Uh, You know, you get, you know, get your buddies together, soup up a fucking like lawnmower to go fucking like way faster than it should. And then, uh, yeah, run it like a fucking dangerous ass go kart. I start saying it's like go karts, but more dangerous, <laughs> way more dangerous. Most of the time, they take the fucking blades off because the blades are just you know uh, just slow the thing down. Well, yeah, I mean they pretty much take that entire rack off. But the you're you're talking about something that had the, yeah that has a much uh, it's longer turn radius. Have you seen the zero turns? Have you seen the zero turns? I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, but... They they keep up on the fucking models every year, I'm telling you. Usually these things are like actual, like, lawn tractors, you know. Right. But... Fucking, you know, there's John Deere's out there, and then there's, like, fucking the fucking zero turns, and then there was one dude that, you know, those, uh, those industrial fucking lawnmowers that are basically, like, you know, where you... Have the uh, the rear wheel and the the operator is standing on that rear oh, wheel yeah. and swing it back and forth. Yeah, they they souped up one of those fuckers, uh, so it's basically a trike, but because that's smart. Uh, but you know, it was going like fucking thirty or forty fucking miles an hour down the fucking track, and he was like, you know. Having to slow down real fucking hard to, you know, to make a corner. Otherwise, he'd fly the fuck off the damn thing. But, yeah, it was uh, one of those where you don't want to make a really sharp turn real quick. Because if you're going 30 miles an hour and then you take a fucking right-ass turn and it's a right angle, momentum. <laughs> momentum happens. And you end up going, conti- you, you continue. And the lawnmower flips. <laughs> So, right. yeah. 
I, I mean, but anyway, yeah. back to these guys. They uh, they do these videos with stereotypes. And I was watching one with them before with the kids before I came over. Was movie theater stereotypes? Uh, oh, and of course they had that one that you know, dude sitting alone in movie theater. Second dude comes in. The entire theater is empty. Yet second dude's got to walk all the way, sit right the fuck in front of you. And I'm like, that that's me. I hate those bastards. Uh, you, you know what I happens? Hate those bastards. You know what happens is then I end up fucking like, if I've got popcorn, I end up bouncing it off the top of their fucking head. <laughs> right. Just like the entire fucking movie, I'm dropping fucking popcorn on their fucking scalp. Or, uh, <laughs> or that old guy who doesn't know how to silence his phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. In the dark, you can roundhouse kick them, and it doesn't look funny. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the life I live, the woman with too much drink and not enough bladder. <laughs> God. <laughs> Get finally get up and walk in front of you and fucking yeah. leave and come back and be like five minutes later have to it's get like, up and go back again. Why, why'd you get two drinks? You, uh, you know, you know you're not going to last the entire movie. The, I get thirsty. Yeah, and then trip. You know, Did trip you, number eight. She's like, I'll go this way. He's like, Yeah, you better because all other eight times went that way. <laughs> You've already wore a rut down the fucking, you know, yeah. I love my wife, but she'll tell you she can't sit through a whole movie. No. She needs a pause button. Right. Uh, And movie theaters, thankfully, don't have a pause button. Can you imagine? Can you imagine going to a fucking movie theater and be like, some random dude has to go to the fucking bathroom so he pauses it, and like the rest of like 80 people are like, fuck you. Uh, (laughs) that's why I go to the movies anymore. I go with my best bud. Yeah. 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 Aren't you uh, rusty? Uh, we haven't been to the movies in a while. <laughs> no, we haven't. Uh, but hey, we have a new Star Wars. The Star Wars month. is coming, so we, we could definitely do the Star Wars thing. Um, uh, uh, I, I will... I will dress up as fucking Jabba the Hutt, apparently. Yeah, I'm fucking. <laughs> oh, we're going to dress up for yeah, this one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Since it's the last Skywalker movie? Yeah. I could do uh, I could do Chewie, but it was way too fucking hot in that motherfucker. I'll tell you what. Have you ever worn a rug? Have you ever worn a rug? How about wearing two rugs? And then you end up having no voice afterwards because you have. I can't even do it now. What? Was what? <laughs> oh, can you do that again? I sound like I'm drowning. I don't do water, guys. Um, <laughs> fuck you. All right. Look, I, I feel the same way, Lola. Um, <laughs> right. But no, so. Asshole. Disney Plus starts next week. It's I, got the Mandalorian. Another fucking subscription. Thank you very much. I'll let you know how it is. Uh, I, I, 
if, if it wasn't for The Witcher, I would be probably getting uh, as soon as The Witcher is done, like as soon as it's out. Because for what you're spending on Netflix, you could get yeah Disney Plus with Hulu. Yeah, I mean honestly, and basically get the same amount of content. Well, Disney Disney Plus would you know give me all of the Disney Princess movies too. So I mean, there's that. I mean, I just got to watch Frozen about eight more times. So I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know you love the Princess and the Frog. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. So yeah. I think. For the most part, we all live fairly confidential lives aside from video gaming this week. Am I correct? Uh, pr- uh, I pretty, mean, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, probably yeah. the biggest thing I did all week was so after after finishing that game I have been playing, I decided I haven't been getting a whole lot of sleep. And Crystal got in the kids these. Uh, New 10 milligram melatonins because three milligrams is not enough for Titan anymore. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking sleep tonight. So Monday night. You know, there's a new movie out called Dr. Sleep. And it's like a continuation of The Shining. Yeah. 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 Does it have any relation to Jason's personal life? Uh, maybe. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's he's like, you need it, melatonin. If my life he's were just like, sleep. Kid, if my life were that interesting, he's we'd like have Benny more listeners. all these kids. <laughs> like, right? um, so I'd take two of these gummies. Thinking, oh, they're gummies? Yeah. Oh, thinking, melatonin gummies. Thinking, uh, 20 milligrams of melatonin 20? isn't going to do that much to me. Uh-uh. Dude, fuck you, no, no. So oh, 20? I slept fucking, great. Yeah. For 12 hours, 18 hours. No, six hours. Six hours? Oh, that's a record. <laughs> uh, but <sighs> all of Tuesday. You were fucking groggy as fuck? I said, oh. Yeah. Um, so I tried melatonin at one point, and uh, – and, I found that every fucking time I, t- I took melatonin, it was a migraine trigger. Every single time. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what I would do. So, like, the one thing I can say about this week is um, my fiance's daughter moved in with me while my fiance's getting back to town. Nice. And little trader over here that's uh, fast asleep. I know. We wore uh, her out. Completely ignores me when the kiddo's over. That's nice. Which is which is fine, right? Yeah. Right? Like, she named the dog, so that's okay. Wait, so Zoe's been getting attention this week? Yeah, Zoe's completely okay with this. Yeah. Of course. 100% okay with this. She's been getting all the doggy scratches that she hasn't been getting for months. As much as normal. But now all Zoe does is just sit right next to me at all times. Right. Which is fine. Yes. Um, that's right, where she wants to be. But here's what this little fucker does. So... She passes out about 10 in the morning or 10 at night, right? And then about 2 in the morning, I wake up because I hear the paw sound because she paws the door all the time. And she sticks her feet under the door. And then I hear, you know, like the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stop. (laughs) Right. And so I wake up and then she's got to like take a moment to fall back asleep so she comes up and sleeps with me uh-huh. and Zoe because now Zoe's like oh I got a I got a full bed here. Yeah. So she climbs all the way up next to my head and then I've got Zoe and the little dog 
So next to me, and then they wake me up at five thirty in the morning to go outside. Oh, of course, because they know I'll wake up. They know the kiddo, being a teenager, uh, will not wake up. <laughs> I, I and mean, then in the morning, what I've been doing is trying to distract her. Uh, she knows we're talking about it. That's yep. when she woke up. She, she, I try to distract her because she wants to go in there and jump on her and lick her face and do all those things. And so I have to close the door. And then she wants to go paw the door while I've closed the door. And then it's just like a vicious cycle. Like two minutes is all I can keep her occupied for. And then she goes back over there. And I flash the lights because, you know, she can't hear me. Right. Or I go over there and I pick her up and take her back with me. And then as soon as I stop looking at her, she just zooms right back down the hall. There she goes. Wow. So I've, went, I've got a bag of, like, beef bones that I found pretty damn cheap, honestly, that she has just been tearing through. Yeah. So well, that's that's a distraction, and that's also been a little bit of a challenge for me to game. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I'll go into the, the gaming Fucking habits game. that I have had here in a second. Um, I want to say that Rusty, though, has accomplished quite a bit in two weeks. Oh, Jesus. I looked at his time stamp oh, after God. he asked me, you know, said, this is what I've been doing for two weeks. So <sighs> I'm assuming most of this has been in the last week since he's been off work. Well, kind of. Well, how much have you slept? Let's let's start with that. Uh, uh, what is sleep? I mean, really, <laughs> what is uh, what is? I want, sleep? I, I'm just curious. Like, uh, I'm really, I'm doing really like wondering. the whole four hour nap thing again. Uh, no, no, I've been getting you know a decent amount of sleep. What's a decent amount? Uh, well, for me, anything I'm, past six and less than eight. That's actually uh, the same for me, honest. You know, so. It it really is because generally I get about five when I'm working. Uh, I mean, twelve hour days. You know, you've got yeah. shit that you want to do, and then you know you sleep for whatever you can. Have you bought groceries? Yeah, yeah. I went to the grocery store twice and bought like. So I figured an with, with, with six hours of sleep nightly for a week, you had 126 hours of awake time. Um, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We looked at Rusty's slat, basically his slash played for Steam for uh, Destiny Two. Yeah, he's at one hundred and forty-four point six hours. One hundred and forty-four hours, and most yeah. of that's probably yeah. been over the last week. Uh, so you, if you didn't poop, if you didn't shower, if you didn't eat, you have one hundred and twenty-six hours. I mean, and I figure pooping and showering it, takes it, about three hours a day, right? That, no, and eating. No, it didn't no. take you three hours to prepare three square meals plus eat plus. Poop. I, I mean, you could play games while while cooking. It's that, that's a thing. I mean, that's what I've been doing. Uh, so I'm, I'm figuring like what? 120 hours in the last week. He's been week. laying Marcos to the cooking no, for No, no. I haven't actually ordered any pizza. I have not ordered pizza. I have not uh, I have not had any takeout. I didn't go fast food. Wait, wait. You played 144 hours of game. And, and, and I cooked, yes. And, and you didn't order. And you slept I six hours? No, no. I didn't. Order pizza from a pizza shop. I have had pizza, but I have not ordered a pizza from a pizza shop. He oven cooked that shit from Walmart. Of course I did. Uh, Would you buy like six oven pizzas as part of your grocery shopping? No, only three. Um, (laughs) (laughs) In other words... Hey, they have it's a, about time Rusty revisits uh, keto. Yes, well, for sure. I I feel very fat right now. Um, but I can tell you, there's been they're lots fucking, of heavy breathing. There, well, yes, there has been. Um, 
fucking Walmart has a uh, – uh, uh, of course, I'm talking about Walmart yes. pizza, right? Walmart One fucking pizza. The Headshot. Uh, right. Uh, Walmart has a medium pan pizza with a fucking disposable pan because – as you do. Uh, that is actually pretty fucking good. Uh, I mean – all said, it's weird. I throw about fucking another cup worth of, you know, mozzarella cheese on top of it. Throw some bacon bits on top of there. But because like, you have to. Store-bought pizza never has enough cheese. Right. So, I mean, yeah. So you throw that on there. And it's like, it's it's actually really fucking good. But that, that being aside, I have cooked for myself. I haven't done any of the, you know, the whole, like, you know, fast food stuff. But. I did manage to get 144 hours for the fucking game in, which is a goddamn lot of Destiny. Holy ball sacks is that a lot of Destiny. Um, to the point where I, it was this morning, actually. This morning at about uh, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock this morning, I'm like looking at this fucking game and I'm like, okay, well, I've done all the things that I can do. What can I do? What haven't I done? And then 11 o'clock rolls around and then they fucking uh, put in a hot fix for one of the quests that I couldn't fucking do. And I'm like, I'm going to do that. So I fucking continued, you know, continued on uh, doing this shit. Now, if you play Destiny, to give you an idea of what has occurred in the last week of me not fucking me or not doing anything other than play destiny eat and sleep sometimes shit um i have completed uh let's see three four five uh four pinnacle uh pinnacle weapon uh quests which these are quests that are meant to be a entire season long like you're not supposed to grind them out in one sitting uh because they're supposed to be a full season's worth of achievement, right? It's a quest that you just kind of passively And work you did on. it today? I did four of those over the course of the last week. And these are quests that require like fucking 400 scout rifle kills in fucking crucible. Uh, and like, I don't know, like four or 500 machine gun kills in strikes. And that sounds Uh, like a lot of fun. And it's, I mean, these are not fucking short quests. These are meant to be like weeks long's worth of achievement. Like you continue to do it passively. Right. I went and, you know, I focused them and I ground them out and I, 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 fic- I found tricks and things to do and find ways to get shit done. Um, and I'm currently only two achievements away from getting my undying seal for a undying title for my character for this season. And right now I'm being tripped up by a one of those achievements isn't currently in the game yet, meaning you can't achieve it. It hasn't happened. Uh, the boss that you're supposed to kill isn't implemented yet. The other one is uh, I have to play competitive PvP. And I am not a great PvPer. I hate PvP. 
I really do, because it requires people to fucking like have. I, I do believe you expressed this last week. Yeah, it's it's it requires way too much fucking like mental effort. You just drain yourself super quick when you're playing fucking PvP. Well, I am now. I have done everything up to that point where I have to do competitive PvP, and you only get points if you win. And I suck. I suck hard. Um. So I played four fucking games and won one of them. And this is, of course, the game mode that you lose points if you lose. So I gained 80 points and lost 16 of them. And I'm like, fuck, I am, I, I felt really shitty at, at that point. And I'm like, eh, this is going to take a long ass time, a really long ass time. Uh, but that is the last that's the last pinnacle that I need to do. Um, you know, and that'll get me the Randy's throwing knife scout rifle, which is a questionably good gun. And, uh, I only want it for the title. I really do. I just spent so much fucking time doing everything else that I feel like if I quit now, it's like 98% completion. You'd be like, nah, fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> and I've only got like a couple weeks to, you know, to actually get it done before it's no longer available. Uh, so that's, uh, that that's pretty much what I've been doing. I, I can't say much because I've been playing a grindy ass game. I've got stuff on the cooker that I need to finish this year. I mean, um, we all do, right? There's a few things like we'll talk some death stranding when we hit news. I don't, Honestly, think I'm going to play that this year. I'm just going to be real blunt. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's going to go on sale. I don't think that it's going to hit a Black Friday sale. Doubtful. I don't. I think it's Kojima as fuck. I think it's an ex. Like I said, we'll talk about it later. Right. So that's really all I got on the horizon. Is I really want to play Mech Warrior. I really want to play. I keep wanting to call it XCOM Phoenix, Phoenix Point. Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix Point. Yep. Um, yep I really yep, want yep. to play Jedi Fallen Order. And that's pretty much all I got on my radar. Jedi Fallen Order seems like it would be an okay game. Uh, with it being, uh, it's basically a Souls game. Which I'm very okay with. So, like, those things aside, what do I got left on my plate? Well, I need to finish Control. And for one reason or another, I just feel like it's too creepy. And this week, with the kiddo here and the kiddo cracking her door, I don't want her to have creepy noises while I'm playing the game. So, I may play headphones, that with headphones. dude. Um, it's also creepy enough that I have to get in a certain mood for that. E. Um, but it, you know, plays out basically like a David Lynch movie. E. So I've got control. I have to finish. Um, e. dark devotion is one I plan on finishing and I have been playing that. Um, I've, man, I feel, it feels like, so a few weeks ago I was talking about playing dead cells and, Going on my second run and my second run ever on Xbox lasts me like an hour and a half because, you know, you take some experience with you when you've played that game for 80 hours or whatever. I, I've played the hell out of Dead Cells. haven't still beat it. But, um, yeah, that's kind of how I felt like with Dark Devotion. I had to restart it. I have enabled cloud saving as much as it's possibly available at this point. Oh, oh right. Wow. I mean, still you, no issue learned. with the PC. The PC has obviously been fixed. 
Um, 100% <laughs> different experience. I'm really glad I ever made it, even though it was a hell for the whole month of October. Yeah, but... Um, I really need to finish Dark Devotion, though. Out of the three games about to talk about, that's my favorite so far. Okay. Um, pause feature is a strong reason why. Uh, yeah, I mean, pause is it, it's kind of key for you. Um, Remnant from the Ashes is the other one I restarted. Oh, boy. And I stopped playing it because... I forgot how much I hate the guys with the cross swords that walk at you that block all the shots. Not terrible. Well, unupgraded, it's a real pain in the ass. Uh, actually, it's just timing. Honestly, it really is. Because uh, the uh, those what are I'm the talking fucking, about is the cross swords, dude, and they just kind of walk towards you. Um, uh, so you know, and, and they fucking, rush you and slam. So in in true Dark Souls fashion, all you do is stand there and wait for them to get close. Like, don't walk towards them. Just stand there. Because as soon as they get close, they will uncross their swords and go to slash or slam at you. And you either dodge backwards or you dodge to the side. And then you make a pot shot. And then you stand there and wait for them to make their next move. As long as you continue to do that, I mean... Other enemies. That's a good strategy. The, yeah, other enemies are the are, are the big thing. So you just clear out all of the ads and you focus on him uh, until you get his ass down. They are a pain in the ass for sure, but they're they're manageable. Yeah, I rerolled and went with the hunter because I wanted to try out the hunter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, after I, a while, those classes really don't mean anything. But I wanted to start off with the long long arm. I. Uh, the, from for me, it was uh, starting off with a heel. I think is yeah the the cultist. Yeah, that's the, who I started with originally. Yeah, I just wanted to try a different experience, and I knew melee in that game's okay, but it's not souls like melee. No, no, it's it's not. it's really just kind of a stopgap for when things get too close. It, it's good for ad clear. Uh, yeah, depending on what weapon you're using, you could. You know, do a couple of hammer strikes and, you know, catch two or three of the, you know, the small things coming at you. But I just barely started that again. So, like, I haven't even cleared a boss yet. Because Dark Devotion was taking up so much of my time. And I really like that game. It, to me, after wanting to play Salt and Sanctuary and wanting to play more Dead Cells, like, it is a platformer. That here's just again to re-explain this because you can get it on Switch, you can get it on PS4, you cannot get it on Xbox. I checked when the PC was down. I almost bought it twice um, because I wanted to play it, but it basically the randomness of that game is in the drops, and some of the drops are in certain locations anyway. So I haven't figured out how to unlock everything, but basically you can when you play every run you're getting a different loadout you'll start you'll have a starter loadout that you can set up and you get bosses down and they unlock some of those loadouts right but as you jump in it's the drops that you get from the enemies that randomize and then there are different randomizing things that can happen on the levels themselves you don't have a hit percentage when it comes to the amount of hit points you have you just have basically hearts they're not hearts but it's the same thing right nothing takes more than one heart no matter what it is um, and it has invincibility frames. So you can roll through literally anything. Yeah. But if you time it right. And then once you get that down, like, 
the first, I call it the first floor, the first tier of stuff. I've almost cleared everything out and I'm already working on the second tier. Um, really like that game though. I can't recommend it enough. You're a fan of Salt and Sanctuary or Dead Cells or whatever. It's less run based than Dead Cells, but it's, it's not punishing. You're not dropping any kind of souls or cells. It's just, I've unlocked these pieces for my loadout. I'm going to continue to move on and it looks really good. I'm, uh, uh, Music's good too. The it, combat's good. Like I really like everything about that game, and it nobody knows about it. One of the things, uh, one of the games that we both kind of bounced off of, but we really enjoyed. Uh, that's kind of in the same vein is this Sundered. I might have to go back to that. At so some point. I mean, we both really like the art style of Sundered. Uh, but we both bounced off the fuck you factor of uh, of basically having a random, like, I don't know, alarm or some shit. And, like, the whole screen fills up with enemies. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm glad you brought that to my attention. That might be something I jump back in because I have a limited amount of stuff to play anyway. Right. And I'm really relying pretty heavy on Game Pass right now with some unknown expenditures coming up over the next couple of months. Right. So... For sure, no matter what happens, I'll be playing Phoenix Point. Right, right. But what with the you know. with the hopeful add of maybe a couple more of these games. But all that aside, the other game I went back to, yeah, because it's just such a potatoes game. I went through Win Win Game Store, that little site that I found that does sell Steam keys really cheap. Right, right. And found Graveyard Keeper and the new DLC together for nine ninety nine on PC. Oh, that's not bad. And I picked up Graveyard Keeper last year on Game Pass. It eventually went off Game Pass. Um, wanted to see if putting it on an SSD made a difference, and it does. Yep. Um, no technical issues whatsoever. That game is grindy as fuck. It is weird-ass Stardew Valley um, yeah. with bodies. Bodies. Um, with a lot of... Like, I think the key to enjoying Graveyard Keeper is picking an objective and working your way towards it. Strange burgers, man. And then moving on to the next thing. Yeah. I'm working my way towards the zombies. Basically what it is, it's a it's a task game. It is grindy as hell. And you are working your way towards crafting or making. You can farm. You can harvest corpses. You can fight. Um, there's nobody you're going to marry or anything like that like in Stardew. Right. You build relationships with people to get quests. And ultimately you're trying to get out of this nightmare to get back to the real world. Right. Um and it is just cheeky as hell. But, I really like the cheekiness of that game. But, I mean, you, you have your own little dungeon. You do. Um, you uh, have your own <laughs> multi-tiered dungeon, very much like Stardew Valley. Right. Um, but it's conveniently located in your house. Yeah, because, I mean, who doesn't want to and have I like a how dungeon they, under their house? Basically, you kind of create your own progression, but just the whole, like, you need these parts to get unlock this thing in your house so that you can kind of move things around. Um, I didn't, I didn't know there was a teleport stone until about halfway through my first playthrough. Oh God, the teleport! And then it makes stone. so much, like that's such a good idea that Stardew never did. Right. Because half of Stardew was managing your speed. Right. To get from one thing to the it's next. It's going to take me half a day to get to this point. And then once you start like farming a little bit in Graveyard Keeper, it like explodes to an unmanageable state. To where you don't even really have to worry about food, but you can take food and make your guy have energy. He could work for like four days straight. Yeah. Right? And you just keep – he just keeps eating burgers. Right? I, I, I went away from burgers actually because burgers require bodies and I wasn't getting bodies well, after the I start, donkey. I decided. start with bread 
and then bread moves on to other things. Sometimes it's sandwiches. Sometimes it's like baked goods. They've added new recipes that give you additional stamina for like logging and things like that too. Okay, cool. So there's a lot more. There's a lot more things. I was just living off of blueberry pies. Yeah. Once so. you can make blueberry pies, basically the game is yours because you go through your normal fucking daily thing, right? You start your blueberry pie in the oven. And by the time you're done with your daily thing, you get two blueberry pies. Well, you go through a couple weeks of, of stockpiling blueberry pies and you can go for an entire week almost just off of the blueberry pies. Well, and I like the the part where you start your own church and you do the Star Wars sermon and all that other right. stuff. That game is just cheeky and fun and... It is fully worth the nineteen dollars you pay full price. It is absolutely worth ten dollars. Um, it is hundreds of hours of grindy ass fun. I don't. It is the best non clicker clicker game that I can find. I don't know what the DLC does though. It's Stranger Things oriented, right? Yeah, there's a free DLC for PC people that adds zombies that'll automate some of your tasks. Right. So you reanimate some of the corpses that you have instead of burying them, and you create. Zombies that cut trees, zombies that mine rocks and quarry and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And I'm having a really hard time wondering if tomorrow I just don't farm all fucking day. Yeah. It's like but I had that's I always have fun with that game. It's it is really enjoyable. I I, I did It's just cathartic. I spent you just a you lot kinda, of time playing it actually. You basically just start a goal, right? Right now my goal is to unlock some of the alchemy stuff. So I'm working – I just worked – open the witch up in this game. Okay. So that I got the alchemy recipes. Because I forget, the quests basically gate some of your progress on purpose. Pretty much, yeah. And then that's the progression you work towards. So right now I'm going to work towards the alchemy progression. They fixed the thing with the blue points. So you unlock stuff with three sets of points. You've right. got earth points. You've got crafting points. Then you've got the science points. points. Yeah. And the blue points used to be really hard to get. Well, the way the quests are designed at this point, it gives you a quest that gets you started on blue points to get a few with research. Right. So that you unlock some of the other tiers of stuff to put yourself back in a position of getting more blue points. Okay. Yeah, because it used to be just if you needed blue points, you just basically had to make uh, – I think it was – Glass. Uh, it was either glass or uh, like stone crosses because you could make stone crosses and get blue points as well. Um, but yeah, like just all that aside, like yeah. it's just a very well made indie game that it, it's enough, not like Stardew Valley it's, to be that same genre. It's the kind of Stardew Valley that I'm okay with because all I have to deal with is a talking donkey and dead bodies and skulls that yeah. talk to you. Uh, well, I mean, the skull is kind of, you know, he's just kind of a tutorial guy, so you know, and then there's the whole thing of like the backstabbing the, the uh, guy that burns all the witches and all that. Yeah, other stuff. the fucking bishop. Fuck him. Yeah, I just <sighs> it's a weird game. Just like with the all the weird pentagrams and stuff that you get into later, like it looks so cheeky and fun, and it's like intentionally overkill evil. The fucking dark church underneath the house too. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> like all these things like just sound like amazing ideas, yeah. right? It's a small Russian developer called Lazy Bear Games. And they made uh, that punch uh, – what's that punching game called? Oh, fuck. I don't know. It's 
Punch Runner or something like that. It's basically a phone game. Right. They kind of made him some money that's not bad. It's a little RPG, kind of like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm... I played a little bit of that. Um, I don't know. I say a little bit. I beat the fucking game. Of course but, you did. Um, yeah, if you're into Stardew and you are not really into... And you're into just weird shit. If you're into Stardew and you like the time management but didn't like the relationship side of it, I mean, Graveyard Keeper is absolutely for you. I mean, Graveyard Keeper has its, you know, has some really cool fucking like moments uh, where (laughs) it's like it pokes fun at capitalism and communism in some places. Yeah, like the 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 communist donkey. Yeah, the communist donkey donkey. is pretty great. Uh, like everything we're just saying <laughs> out of context is just completely fucking yeah, absurd. It's the because donkey. this because video games, right? Right. But yeah, it's it is actually uh, it's it's really fun. Uh, spent way too much time playing that game. Uh, still, I mean, I I didn't even get close to beating it. I don't it's think. actually gotten fairly popular over the last year. So that released about a little over a year ago. Right. Right now, it's at seventy six hundred user reviews. Yeah. There's quite a few people that are playing Graveyard Keeper. It is a mostly positive or very positive. Yeah. It's um I mean it's it's well built. It's it's got a surprising amount of systems for uh for a game, you know, like that. It is actually fairly complex. Yeah, so. it is. And it just like I said, the cheekiness and the sense of humor that game has is pretty great. I gotta stop. Is it rated at M? It I don't know if it's rated M. I mean, honestly, there really isn't a whole lot of like gore or anything in it. Uh, even if you're talking about dead bodies and you know, and and managing a graveyard, there's there's no visual, right? Okay, it's uh, got a mature content description. It says contains content not appropriate for all ages. Way or may may not be appropriate for viewing at work. Frequent violence or gore. General mature content. Huh. I, guess I mean, you do you do end up. Metacritic playing... doesn't seem to like it very much, but I can tell you that most people that play the game like it a lot. Well, most of the, uh, and and I really, you know, Metacritic's hit and miss, really, honestly, because a lot of those people will play it for a few hours and then be like, "Yep, I've seen everything this game has to offer." Yeah. Uh, the problem is, is that the game doesn't even open up until the donkey stops fucking bringing bodies. Honestly, that's pretty early on, and you can manage the amount of bodies you get. And they do a really good job now of if you put them on a pallet, they don't decay. Not nearly as fast. I, I had a refrigerated pallet. So, I mean, you can get uh, refrigerated racks later on, uh, which makes the bodies don't, you know, it's, they they completely stop decaying. When they uh, when you get them, well, and you basically just once your morgue gets full, you just kind of move on and do other things. Like you can say, for a while, I'm not going to mess with bodies. I'm just not going to put carrots in the box because uh, at a point, the donkey will only bring you bodies if you pay him with carrots. Uh, and that was the only reason why I was using the farm was just to make carrots. And at at one point, I had like 200 fucking carrots or some shit. And I'm like, uh, okay, That's, maybe I need to stop making carrots. That's where I'm at right now. I've I have so many fucking groceries. Right. Like I don't like I could spend three days making dough to turn into other things. Right. Like I've already got my apiaries going my apiar apiaries going at this point and I've unlocked the other areas. Yeah. Which means I just need to get my zombie army going so that I, they can automate the 
basic resource gathering. For yeah, me. well, getting them up into the uh, into the stone quarry, the uh, uh, iron quarry, uh, and just getting like a couple of them moving shit from the you know the quarry area to your uh, to your home, putting the shit on pallets. You spend a lot of time just breaking that shit down so that you can use it, but you spend like a couple of days breaking everything down from the pallets and then, you know, you've got fucking resources for days. Right. I had, uh, when I was playing it, I had like 18 fucking chests full of shit, you know, just resources ready for, to make shit. Uh, so, I mean, I, and I was working on alchemy at that point. I had gotten to the point where you can make uh, the uh, the golden embalming fluid, which basically makes everything, you know, anybody that you can get, you can use the golden embalming fluid and get rid of most of the red skulls without even, you know, doing much surgery. Uh, or So is that what you do instead of exhuming all the... Original bodies to get better bodies. No, you 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 at that point you've got you know once you get to the golden bombing fluid and you can actually uh, uh, you start getting better quality bodies like bodies with more skulls to them, red and white. Um, you start exhuming the uh, the the fucking starting bodies that you had with with like three or four skulls. To make room for the uh, the better bodies. And that's basically how Graveyard Keeper works is you just put people in the ground for a little bit until they've uh, uh, outlived their usefulness. Then you exhume them and either burn them or throw them in the river. So uh, <laughs> enough about Graveyard Keeper. It's still pretty great. Yeah. Jason, you finished Outer Worlds, right? I have. So now that you've finished it, you know – I want to say something. So, you know, the guy that made – the guy that was that had all the ideas behind the original Fallout, you know that he works for Obsidian now, right? Uh, I didn't, but now I do. So, Igor Biarski is the guy that had a lot of the – the what makes Fallout Fallout, right? So, right. the the ideas behind the 50s scientific tech and all that other stuff. Cool. The aesthetics and the overarching ideas for Fallout is his brainchild. Sweet. He's the lead director for Outer Worlds. Yeah. Nice. I Which mean, it shows, it shows a lot. A lot. Yeah. It but, does explain a lot. So that being said, Jason, how do you feel? You've, how long did you put into it? 28 hours, 100% completion. Okay. That's pretty good. 28 hours. How did you feel about that? Huh. I felt like it was kind of in a sweet spot hours-wise. Like if they tried to make it longer, it would have just... Drug on. Uh, made it te- way too tedious. Um, at the same time, um, there there were still some things I felt like maybe you could have added a couple bits here and there. Um, after fully completing it, um, there are. I complained about load screens last week. Uh-huh. Yeah. The last quarter of the game, it's worse. Oh, of course. Um, I'm officially lowering my my initial review rating oh, to a really? 4.5. A 4.5. All right. That's fine. The load screens were... Fuck. Yeah. Well, um, you were playing it on what? Uh, Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's not necessarily how long it takes load screen the load screen to load. That that was pretty much standard. It's, just, it's the amount of them you run into. You walk through a door or a load screen. If you walk through you know, if you have to go back to your ship, load screen. You know Yeah. Yeah. Um I found myself fast traveling to skip load screens. That that is the one thing I can say once I figured out that I could actually Oh, it's not Igor. Leonard Biarsky. Yeah, Leonard. Um once I figured out I could fast travel from inside a building back to my ship, uh-huh. that reduced some of that. But okay. the fact that you have to do that to reduce load screens was kind of grating on me towards the end of the game. Yeah. Um You know what else but he's really re- load screens are really the main my main complaint with that game. You know what he uh also is in tr- or has made? So besides Fallout and besides Outer Worlds, do you know that he was a high profile designer of Diablo three, Vampire the Masquerade as well. Okay. So that kind of makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. Um the gunplay's good. The skill tree is well put together. Um, I actually got out of a whole lot of situations with conversation instead of shooting. Um, it's just a really well put together game besides the load screens. Still thinking about... When I actually do get around to playing that game, just playing a meathead and just having a hammer. I don't want to be people in the head with a hammer. That will pretty much be my next playthrough. Just Um, like a freaking genocide run. Because while there were obvious bonuses to uh, playing a conversationalist who could talk your way pretty much out everything. Mm Mm-hmm. You did have to spend pretty much all of your skill points in the conversation tree and in the tech tree to do that. Um, There are equally bonuses to being dumb. Dumb. I keep hearing quite a few references to people saying, play the dumb. Play the dumb dumb meathead. Yeah, Yeah. even listening to some other podcasts that do some really good work in this Seen, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Listening to Beast Cast, they were dumb. highly entertained by playing the dumb character. Mm-hmm. Uh, there yeah. was more than one person on their show that's actually playing as a dumb playthrough just to get the dialogue choices you get for being dumb. I'm, I'm, yeah. Which mm-hmm. is, that's a carryover from the early Fallout games all the way up mm-hmm. through three and four. Me hit things with hammer. <laughs> so I will definitely do that at some <clears throat> point. Um, but now I'm going to kind of shift my focus to Metro. Metro Exodus. Um, so I can get through that. But, I mean, it was really enjoyable. I put uh, a good nine hours into the game to finish it over the weekend after the podcast. So Cool. Uh, and for me, that's a lot of time invested. 44 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Because that was pretty much all the time I had to invest in a game. So. Wow. So I uh, combined between the two of you, I've like quadrupled 
your playtime. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen next week. That's for damn sure. I have to go back to work. You know, somebody's got to pay for the you know, pay pay the bills, right? Um, but yeah. So I think with all of that, we should have to so, take a quick break. D- yes, because this room is starting to turn into a sauna. Uh, uh, we'll be back. All right. It's a wild motherfucking west over here at tiltcast.com. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're back. Draw, bitch. <laughs> yeah, we had ourselves a little break. We're, uh, you know, poop the dog. Yeah. Yippee motherfucker. That's, That's right. Yeah. Getting close to the time, season for Die Hard. Oh, my gosh. The the best Christmas the, movie. Exactly. It is. It is Die Hard, the original, for sure. Of course. Um, never go wrong with that. Yeah. Um, just real quick. We're going to jump into some news. Hashtag Bruce Willis still had hair. Oh. That's true. Balls. <laughs> oh, balls. <laughs> I mean, he did. I mean, yeah, but that's, you're looking at a fucking movie that was made in like our childhood. And there are people in this world who were born and never have seen this movie. Tis I true. know. I know because I know of a person that I talk to on a regular basis and i made a demolition man reference and uh this unfortunate fellow was like what and and all i said was in the franchise wars taco bell won you know (laughs) not even that just throw this at him enhance your calm enhance your calm or the three seashells yeah Uh, enhance (laughs) your calm yeah fuck yeah i mean Damn. And so, if he's listening right now, you watch a movie, dude. <laughs> watch any movie. I don't care what it is. Same dude hasn't watched Star Wars. So, and none of them. Can you believe that? Can you, Star Wars nerd, believe that a person exists? I have actually met plenty of people who have never watched them. And? And then after myself or someone else forced them to watch them, oh, they were like, how have I never seen this? It's, right? Like, how did I miss such a great thing? Why? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get it. I'm going to dive right in. Please. Um, got a lot. We were talking about Souls-like games, and I was showing yes. Rusty and Jason gameplay from Dark Devotion boss fights. As there are many. Yes. Pretty cool shit. Um, in the 3D realm of those types of games, one of the games that I never finished that I wish I had, and, you know, I know that there's some other podcasts we promote a lot. If you really want to hear a lot about Neo, uh, noquarters.net. Just going to throw that out there. Mackie has beat the fuck out of that game. Um, I never did for one reason or another, and I want to go back into it, but I bounced off Sekiro pretty hard a few months ago again. So I don't know if I'm going to finish that not this year at all. It, we'll see. Like if I, I would almost much rather try to beat Neo again. Um, but Neo Two is releasing next year, March 13th, and right now through the 12th, if you own a PlayStation and have an internet connection, it does not require Plus. Um, you can download a beta for 
Neo 2 to try it out. And hmm. it unlocks some kind of armor item if you can complete a certain quest in it. Cool. Includes a boss fight, includes some new weapons, some other things and stuff. But um, yeah. supposedly there's a revamped system in that. So if I find the time, I might dick around with that a little bit. Yeah. I have not had any fucking luck at all with any 3D version of a Dark Souls. Like, <laughs> I can do Salt and Sanctuary. I can do, you know, pretty much anything side-scroller, fucking 2D side-scrolling game. Well, if you can fine. Castlevania, you can... Yeah, well, right. kind of. I Except mean, Castlevania it, doesn't have the roles. It doesn't have the roles or stamina management or, you know, b- b- pretty much any of that. Um, but, uh, I mean, I have not had any fucking luck with any of the Dark Souls or any of the, uh, you know, Dark Souls-like games. So there's a few, quite a few, actually. Well, actually, I can't say that because I did beat the fuck out of Remnant. But Remnant is basically not the same. You know, it's guns. It has it has the rules and dodge mechanics and whatnot, but it has guns. And I, I can do guns. Right. So if you're really interested for Phoenix Point, like I am, that comes out December 3rd. Yeah. For lots of things and stuff. So we will see that when it comes out. I think the... That game is straight up your alley plus some. It's, yeah. I, that's my December game. Yeah. We'll probably play it multiple times. I haven't heard anything but good things about about uh, that, even from the beta gameplay. Sweet. Um, Jason, you have something while I'm pulling up my next story? I, I really don't. Okay. Well, I'm just going to jump much. right in again. Do it. So. Do it. You know how Watch Dogs is all about hacking and hacking stuff, like, in a weird kind of way with a phone? Yes. So there have been some researchers that have used lasers to hack voice commands. So laser light can hack your Alexa. Uh, it's and if possible. You have Google Home, no, it's not. It's not even just possible. It's been done. Yeah. From over a hundred feet away through an open window. Through an open window. So like through the glass. Okay. So if they can hit it with a laser light, you can pro- you can get a rig for about four hundred bucks. Right. And if somebody has smart home set up through their Alexa and their Alexa is visible through the window. Right. You can literally open somebody's house up. Wow. With about $400 worth of tech. That is the reason why I keep my windows blinds and I have like all kinds of things if, covering everything. <laughs> if you want to know yeah. more, just because it's really interesting that that's now a cybersecurity threat. Um, PC Gamer has a pretty good story about it that kind of explained that. If you want to find the title of it, it's researchers use lasers to launch Watchdog style attacks against Alexa and Siri. It's pretty crazy. I, though, but that's that. That is the very shorthand version of it. But basically, you broadcast bursts of light through that, uh, and the microphone picks it up. Right, and then you're basically setting up commands for things. And so you, you can de- not DDoS, but what's the when you just brute force hack pins? Yep, because pins are typically only four characters. Slam. Yeah. Whatever. So you can you can do that with those and pick people's pins on their different things. So you can find all that, or you could literally just break into somebody's house with that. You, That's you really know, the biggest hack you, to that. You know the great, uh, the craziest thing is because most of those. Uh, I mean, the whole point behind a smart home device is that you speak to it, right? Uh, and uh, you tell it the command and it does a thing, right? So if somebody with that tech had you know, had the ability to 
you know, pinpoint your uh, smart home device. Plus, there is a uh, a very similar device that uses a laser off of a window that can listen. So if they have the listening laser pointed at a window, when you speak a command or anything really, um, it will vibrate the air, hits the window, and then that laser will pick up that vibration and be able to actually listen from a very long distance away. Um, So you could get the command that you want and then use the laser later when that person's not there to unlock the doors or whatever. You know, that's really concerning. You know, it's this is another one of those cybersecurity things with the Internet of Things because everything is attackable at this point. Right. That's why, for example, um, the the smart lock I do have, is Google secondary. Home will not control it. Right. It's secondary. Now, yeah. the, it's still... I I would not I would never actually use a smart lock. Like locking the door with a app controlled device or, you know, anything really is one of those weird weird things that I probably would never do. Well, they figured out through people using um basically Am- or Samsung's voice technology and Siri in their cars how to unlock a Tesla with this laser too. Wow. Okay. And there's a new Ford Smart Car that they opened with this laser as well. Gotcha. In See, a matter of very short amount of time. And it doesn't take much as long as you know what the My cheap car is. with keys requires you to jimmy the lock still. Right. Or break a window. I mean, I have the proximity key for my car, but uh, it's, I mean, that is specific to the, you know, it's it's an encrypted key, you know, so it's it's got to be within a proximity. Unless they get my key, they're going to have troubles actually getting it, right? Um, I'm sure that it's been hacked before. I mean, everything has been hacked at some point, right? Um, it's... It's just the the world that we live in today. But is, this is not something we'd have been talking about even last year. Yeah, you're using a fucking basically a modified laser pointer to control a person's house from afar. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I will continue to use my deadbolt. I'm going. Well, not only am I con- going to continue to use my deadbolt, but you know, I'm hiding my Alexa. Now hi- Alexa can't be seen. I think I'm, <laughs> I, the only thing smart home that I've been thinking about getting pretty heavily was a a ring doorbell. Yeah, so because all that is is a video camera. So there's a couple things that I'm okay with that have a uh, that have a very limited scope, uh, and the only really th- smart device that I have in my house is my lights. So yeah. having you know you know having my uh, my Alexa device actually turn my lights on and off is incredibly convenient because all I have to do is just yell at it. it happens that it doesn't work all the time but you still have light switches right yeah i still have light switches so i can still turn them on and off normally if i want to uh but that's that's really it i mean i don't want it to control anything else and i definitely definitely do not want it you know not only do i have not have the ability to actually change the lock on my apartment but i mean i wouldn't want it to control my locks so we talk about uh Communist China. China. 
who is blocked from this website. Um, but China. not from Spotify. I don't, well, I don't know if they can download. We'll see. I need, to, I need to figure that out. Anyways, um, and talk about restriction, right? <clears throat> so one of the things that they have recently decided to do is restrict online gaming to ninety minutes for the weekdays. Ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. And can indulge up to three hours per day on weekends Ooh. and public holidays. Ooh, three hours. So um, it's just an interesting little nuance that I was looking through. I, I sourced quite a bit through PC. So Gaming. basically they can only raid on Saturday, Sunday, and holidays. Not even and, that. And not, I mean, what they probably ought to communicate you... on forums. Are you ready yet? Are, Are you ready re- yet? Yeah. Are you ready and yet? We're not logging in until everybody's ready from a, you know, from a... Wow, but that limits uh, Chinese gold farmers, right? Um, so the thing about that is, uh, is that uh, for the most part, this has to do with uh, a identification system. So uh, they have to sign in with a specific ID, and it's up to the company that they're logging into to track that person and their playtime. So uh, if that company fails to actually do anything about that or fails to meet the, you know, the Chinese standard for this, uh, they could lose their license to operate in the country. Right. So that, that's what I read from this. What the Chinese farmers, you know, situation is, is anybody in China can get a license to play. So fucking 80 year old grandpa and, you know, his 18, you know, 18 kids and fucking, you know, extended family all gets a, you know, a license to play a fucking video game and then sells that license to, you know, these Chinese farmers and all they, all these Chinese farmers have to do is play for three hours on one account Send off all that gold to a mule and then switch accounts and they can continue on for three more hours on that person, you know, on another profile and just continue to roll through people's names. And they can do that day in, day out, no matter how many farmers they've got. So it's not going to change anything for the Chinese farmers, honestly. Um, it, you know, it's meant to be a, uh, like a control method so that it's, you know, because China's worried about people's physical mental health and uh their their culture uh, this is the this is their reasoning behind it that's why they decided to do this is that it's it's not good for people to play games for more than 90 minutes a day or 3 hours on the weekends uh because it destroys people's like i you know identity and physical fitness and i mean it does really but exercise once in a while i have to follow that myself um but it is uh that was the reasoning behind it but it's kind of crazy uh now if i i also read somewhere that i believe it was south korea and i'm not 100% sure south korea in, you know introduced a very similar situation where the government said hey there's a certain amount of time that you can play or, you know, if you're a kid, you know, there's a certain amount of time that you can play 
for uh you know but it's not as prohibitive right but it's not as prohibitive now that was last year where the government basically stepped in and said hey you can only play x amount of hours i forget what it is uh and then i think it was earlier this year they stepped back from that a bit and made it the parents uh, decision and the parents would uh submit a uh, like a, a license for their kid to be able to play video games for X, you know, for however many hours. And it's, but it's not, it's just limited to kids. It's not, it's not just limited to kids, but you have to have a license to basically play a video game. And it's kind of crazy in America to think about that, but there are countries out there that are basically saying, Hey, video games are such a, dis- you know, are so disruptive to the development of, of kids. They say, uh, that you have to have a license to play games. And, uh, I mean, I don't believe that. I I turned out okay, probably a little fatter than I should be, but whatever. Um, I, I, I don't think that that's necessarily the case, and that's kind of the weird things about the Asian market, right? One of the other things I kind of wanted to share, unless, Jason, did you find something before? Jumping? No. Okay. Was Death Stranding. So Death Stranding is receiving a lot of mixed critical reviews, right? Yeah. Either people really like it or people really don't. Yeah. Um, here's my impression. So granted, here's all I've done. I went and I watched a couple of streamers play the game, just raw. Right. right? And then IGN had a play of like, here's what a package run looks like in Death Stranding. And essentially, there's a lot of exposition and a lot of cutscene mixed with some pretty grindy gameplay. And to me, it is a literal walking simulator. That's that's all it is. Now, it's well, I mean, and they have techniques and tactics and gameplay elements that relate to how you balance and walk through an area. And there's some interesting mechanics where if you build something, it may be visible to others to cross different features of the terrain. Right. But literally, I watched a guy run from some people trying to steal his cargo to running into the weird shadow creatures and sneaking around them to building a ladder to cross a river to then go deliver his packages. And right now, I'm not feeling the call to drop $60 on that. Uh, it is a Kojima game, and I have mixed feelings on Kojima sometimes. Although I will say that these, you know, the Metal Gear franchise overall is pretty solid. Yeah. So, I mean, even the last Metal Gear, which basically almost felt like a Kojima rushed situation where the first part of the game was all right. And the last part of the game was like he he knew that the fucking hammer was coming down. So he had to finish what it could. Um, So the, the end of that game really just kind of. Felt really disjointed. Um, well, and it's crazy because I was looking at, look, IGN was really trying hard to justify their rating, right? Because right. they got a lot of angry of, well, comments yeah. when they rated a Kojima game low. Yeah. So they went through and there's a, they've been getting hit after hit after hit on this story, which is pretty obvious. So they've got like 50 articles on this. Right. But one of the things they did on the bottom of the review roundup of this was look at what they've ranked other Kojima games. And the lowest ranked game for them, they do a, you know, out of 10 scale, was an 8, and that was Ground Zeroes. Right. And then everything else was either a 9 or 9 to 10, basically. Right. 
So they're trying to, I think they're it's, trying really hard to say, hey, we've played a hell of a lot of Metal Gear over the years. Yeah. And it, we and, really like Metal Gear. We really don't like Death Stranding. It's, it's because it's just very polarizing. Yeah. The, the idea behind it, well, going into Death Stranding before launch and everything was like, what is this game? There was, that was the big question is, what is this game? You know, well, I think if a, we'd have launched it as Kojima Walking Simulator with story, I the, think he'd have been left off stage. Right. Yeah, he wouldn't have gotten anywhere. But his sense of mystery, trying to keep everything as hush as possible, and only you know, only providing just these little bits. Of course, the 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 mind fuck about this is is that he showed the entirety of the game. He, if that was, if that's what all it is, if it's a walking simulator and, you know, he put out a fucking movie or a little fucking trailer that's, you know, oh, like 40 minutes worth of gameplay or something like that before the game launched. And it was basically dialogue and then walking, right? Um, yeah. And apparently he, there is a little bit of combat in the game. And, and, and that's but, fine, but, but just it doesn't lend itself to that, though. I just... Norman it's an interesting the postman. It's just an interesting right. idea that to me is just not like I've I'm just going to quote some other people because it's just something that like I've just looked at it enough of it that I'm not going to buy it just based on the name. Okay. Right. The director. Right. He's done a lot of good work. Right. But like listening to Beastcast, one of the giant bomb offshoots, like they've got one guy that genuinely likes it who's put like 70 hours into it. Wow. That's and then the, their resident guy who is obsessed with Metal Gear, of course, it's not a Metal Gear game at all, right. um, fucking hates it. And then they got some people in between. But, like, just their level of engagement with that game, they had everybody has been playing it since post pre-launch. Got one guy at 70 hours, one guy at 10, and everybody else in between who just, just are struggling to get through. Makes me really wonder, like, uh, like... Right now, funds are a little t- are on a, in a spot where I don't want to waste my money or spend money where it's a risk. And for me, a risk is not something I really want to take on my hard earned. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely it's a, kind of a it's weird definitely thing. like I may wait for it to go on sale and then maybe check it out. Then it's kind of a weird thing. Like, sure, they've got you know they've got basically Norman Reedus the the yeah very recognizable face um and it's a i mean it's a kojima game so it's going to be off the wall crazy like there's going to be shit in there that's just like what the fuck happened um but to me it's i don't i don't know it has a very similar feeling to watching like an m night movie you know you know like an m night movie uh because it's it, it it's like one of those things that's just off the wall like the happening you know it's like it feels like that yeah you know it it's like something that's you know mundane but there's an you know there's an air of like mystery and weirdness yeah, to it but i think specifically when people are going into the story the biggest criticism i've heard about it is a overly preachy b overly done exposition and see like a complete um a ridiculous amount of literal names it, okay interesting um yeah it's, like the conan cameo 
Well, well no, that's true. The Conan cameo may be the only, the best thing about it. Honestly, <laughs> it's just like we're just gonna find a random person, digitally scan them, throw them in the game. Oh, let's do uh, Conan O'Brien and make him a fucking like you know weird character because uh, why not? It's fucking a Kojima game, right? I I don't know. I I wasn't gonna pick it up right away anyway. Um mainly PlayStation 4 exclusive for right now. Uh, it will be coming to PC. Uh, let, me, let me give you an example. All I did is names of characters in Death Stranding. Uh, fragile, Dead Man, Die Hard Man, right? What? Right. I'm not kidding. Die Hard Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I risk. Just, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm getting you You're not getting a whole lot of name. You're just getting like a descriptor man. Descriptor uh, man. Right. And then them going on and on, rolling on and on about why they're called such and such. Okay. Cool. I guess. So, yeah. Weird. Um, but, I mean, like I said, I'm probably not going to pick just, it up for a very similar This may situation. be kind of an obscure reference, but I'm hoping that Kojima hadn't gotten to the point of being as Like a, the senile guy. Or like Jello Biafra from Dead Kennedys, where he has went from being a guy that has a point to make because he has a point to make to being a raving madman. R- right. If you need any, any thoughts Is on this, that, listen to Jello Biafra stand up. Which is very different from X Pac punk rocker Henry Rollins stand up, which is pretty intelligent and witty and funny, to Jello Biafra, who is a fucking raving madman that does everything to basically just fuck you to everything still in his fifties. Just just to shock people, right? Yeah. You right. know it, it's if this is Kojima Unchained, does this uh does does what does this what does this mean? So there, there's maybe Kojima without a real direction. Well, Kojima basically is his own direction. Yeah, has his own direction. He he makes his own it's way. It's not to take away from anything he's done in the past. I think maybe it could be one of those things where he is just think about it, right? You have certain artists that are always better with a producer versus unproduced. Yeah. Right? People that are really good at cutting the stuff that's too absurd or won't gain any kind of traction. Right. But also have a ton of good ideas. And it may be him focusing on the things that he thought was really cool and inventive that don't pick up the traction he thought because it's literally him doing whatever the hell he wants. It's also possible that, you know, it's just what we expected from the game isn't exactly what was delivered. Uh, and when we were, I mean, it could be another No Man's Sky or Fallout seventy six where right. you had a right. expectation that is not met, and then people revolt against it. It's not. I don't think they're. And I'm saying that tit for tat to just be fair, right? I don't think it's going to be a, a a revolt situation. I think it's going to be one of those. This is a misunderstood title. Like when people were looking at it, they're they're obviously going to compare it to. Metal the past work, yeah, past works. Metal Gear. They're going to look at Metal Gear, and Metal Gear really did have a story that spanned decades, you know, and it was built up over time. This well, is and the it went first from a very simple game to being something way more complex, right? Kojima's not a young man. No, so you're looking at, you know, you're looking at something that he he's building from scratch, right? Uh, and 
I'm sure there's definitely room to, you know, to build off of that, but he's got to sell an entirely new idea and at the same time dispel everybody's preconceived notions that this is going to be somewhere close to a Metal Gear style story and that is going to be a hard sell for anybody that's, you know, that's looking at this as a just a Kojima game, right? Um so I want to give it the benefit of the doubt. It possibly could be one of those, you know, it it could be like an art statement. You know, to be honest, if you look at, you know, look back at, you know, artists, they didn't become renowned until well after the, you know, the art was put, you know, put on display. Right. So well, this I mean, could be. Think there, about it. Kojima is 56 years old at this point. Right. Well. I mean, we're, I'm not that fucking far off. So <laughs> just, <laughs> just saying, uh, the, the idea behind Death Stranding probably hasn't even been scratched yet. Like, I think that the game hasn't been out long enough for people to really see, you know, maybe like a twist or a reveal or something that maybe later on down the line, um, that, you know, that Kojima hides shit in his games, like, all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. So there might be some fucking linchpin that just basically unravels the whole fucking thing and just blows your mind. I don't know. I haven't played the game. Well, I've I've heard there's a story element that's pretty mind-blowing, but I can also tell you the guy that's at 70 hours is still saying it's pretty much a slug. You can infinitely deliver packages. Well, yeah. And, and you could infinitely do fucking missions in Metal Gear, so it's it, it it's a it's a thing. I don't know. I may replay five because I never you didn't beat it. No, I mean the like like I was saying before, if you got through three quarters of the game, you got through the best part of the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the ending's kind of so so. Uh, so I mean, as as I was saying. It's a PlayStation exclusive currently, um, and if you have a PlayStation and you feel like uh, giving it a try, I guess you could pick it up. I, it with it being as mixed as it is, it's probably one that you're gonna want to see like, you know, uncut, unedited gameplay of the first like hour, maybe to see if that's something that you're gonna want to play. This yeah. is one of those uh, one of those games that I would probably recommend doing just that. Not watching a stream per se, but maybe find a video on YouTube or something like that of somebody playing the first hour or two of the game and see whether or not that's going to be what you want to do, uh, especially considering the price tag. Um, if you're like me and uh, you know won't pick it up on PlayStation because PlayStation um, – it will be coming out for PC, uh, and uh, that will be on Steam and the Epic Game Store in early summer of 2020 for its normal price of 60 bucks. Uh, so th- that will give me plenty of time to see whether or not other people have found some hidden gem in the game to be worth the 60 bucks. Right. Uh, if it's... 70 hours worth of slog to get to the hidden gem, it'd still kind of be a hard sale for me, but 
I mean, there might be something there. You never know. Uh, I just don't, I, I don't want to say go out and buy it because of the Kojima game, because I think that's maybe what he's banking on. <laughs> right. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's kind of a weird thing. I don't it's, know. It, it's really it's definitely not my bag, so you guys won't. It's it's hear really divisive. About me playing it, it's really divisive. I mean, seriously, there's a lot of people. It's all over the place as far as reviews are concerned. Just like you were saying, like some people just love the fuck out of it, and some people just don't. Yeah. Uh, I saw somebody who, who who said, I started up the game, got through 45 minutes with a fucking cutscene, got to start, uh, started doing my first mission, and then immediately you know, walked off a cliff. <laughs> it's like, and that was it. I shut the game down, and that's all I played. <laughs> well, if you want to play some of those other games, you got the re-releases of three and four that are right now on Game Pass. Yeah. As well as five that is also on Game Pass. Sweet. Yeah. It's, it's I'm gonna keep promoting the hell out of Game Pass because it has made gaming affordable right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's it's definitely you know, it's very accessible. And considering with the PC versions of, of some of these games available, uh yeah, Game Pass is uh is a no brainer at the moment. Yeah. Wow. 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 I don't think I really have anything else. Jason, do you? Nope. All right, let's let's shut her down and come back next week. So All Jason, right. give us places to listen to the show. Listen tiltcast.com, listen on Spotify and iTunes, write us and review us there. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash real tiltcast and our Facebook and twitter.com slash tiltcast. All right, you can find some friends of the show. You got cabbage, KBG. Cabbage. Got Pupcast, which is where John from Carousel moved to. Yes. Um, you've got NoQuarters.net. You have BMFCast.com. And you got TVGP.TV. They have Moonpeer and the Nip, along with Boston. And on that, it is the end of the show. All right. Peace. <laughs>